Welcome to Sassholes, the podcast, the show where me, Jamie Carney, and Pete Jansen say, hey, Pete. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Talk about everything and anything we can and have experienced in our 60 years in the, the cloud software environment, from finance to data to product to sales. We've covered it all. Pete, what are we going to start with? Your joke of the day, I think, before we get into our topic. Our topic today, by the way, is going to be office politics, which is kind of Interesting, since many of us are not in the office. It's interesting because I was never very good at it either. So nor was I. All right, but But why don't we start off with your joke of the day? Yeah, so number one segment, joke of the day, Carney. Mm -hmm. Two muffins baking in an oven. One muffin says to the other, "Whew, it's getting hot in here." Or is it just me? The other muffin says, "Ah, a talking muffin." Don't forget to like us on Apple Podcasts. Give us some loving stars. Please like us before these jokes ruin us. All right. Next up is shout outs. You can take the first one. I'll take the first one. All right. Bill Rosino. It was actually both of us were going to give a shout out. So Bill Rosino, he's been, uh, he's the CFO over at Spins. He's been there for two years. Two years anniversary. Yeah, two year anniversary. Uh, We worked with him at Career Builder. In fact, I worked with him before he joined Career Builder. When, uh, yeah, he was, was, McDonald's? he was at Tribune um, Media Interactive, and I, I can't remember who he was working for, but he was the guy I'd work with. With, with Kevin? Of, not with Kevin. Well, but it was Bridget. It was the CFOs over there. So, okay. yeah. So that's where he came from, and then he joined CareerBuilder shortly after, I think a couple years after I was CareerBuilder. All right, next up, who do you got? You know, Rosino's brother... He he does a an awesome De Niro impression. We have to ask him about that. Does he really? Oh my God, he's hysterical. We should get and him on here. How do you know that? Because Bill brought his brother on a trip one day, and we just sat down and we just started talking. And the next thing I know, I'm talking to De Niro. Of course, it was like twelve thirty in the morning. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it doesn't hold as good as uh, you thought it did. All right, continue. All right, next, who do you got as your shout-out? Liz Pastor, three years at MailChimp. I believe she was Liz Harvey before the pastor, married to General. Oh, yeah, Liz Harvey. She used to work uh, uh, all the consumer products and then moved was, on to She was Banners. Fish. I think she started Banners. with Banners. Banners, yeah, Jablow. Banners, Jablow. Um, next up, I got a shout-out, Kyle Cushing. Worked with him over at Flexera. He is now in in charge of revenue operations at Vibes. He's been there for, I think, about three months now. Good guy. Good guy to get to know. He's a Chicago guy. Look out for him. Ask him about the Riddler. Vibe? Vibe's like a mobile engagement data company. I'm not really 100% sure. They're Chicago-based. They've actually been around for a while. Reply to the shout-out and let us know. Yeah. Since we gave him a Uh shout-out. Who do you got? You got another shout-out? Yeah, I got one last one. Nick Villa or Via. Seven years at uh, CB, good sa- good sales rep. Don't know if he's still there, but LinkedIn says he just did seven years. Way to go, Nick. Seven years, he's, he's still there, yeah. And, uh, my last shout-out will go to Kyle Henning. I'm not sure if I did him before. He was the BDR guy, uh, ran the BDRs over at Flexera, recently left to go to Stripe and run their inside sales team. Good guy. Pete, he's like 6'6". 
so he's Small got guy. a height advantage. So he's he's uh, but he's a good guy. Um, worked at LinkedIn before this, and and just well spoken, well articulated uh, person with a good good head on his shoulders. Um, good bull okay. collector. We got some news here, Carney. <laughs> yeah, news of the day. And of course, this will be time stamped appropriate. Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars stimulus check proposed to get to Americans to take the coronavirus vaccine. How about that? So does that only happen if you take the vaccine? That's right. That's what they're saying. Really? Would you Would you do it? Well, I'm I'm fifteen hundred. I'm pleading the fifth. That means yes, coward. No, Former I'm, president. I, that means no. I don't want people to be like, oh no, you're not taking the vaccine. Whatever. Pelosi and Schumer got together on a skinny COVID bill for a mere $208 billion. Hopefully it gets uh, going by next year. Let's see. Biden will ask Americans to wear a mask for the first 100 days as president. Is that official yet, Carney? No. I believe it doesn't become official until the 14th of December and then still could be held up in court. But the 14th of December is when they have electoral to. Electoral college? The electoral college has to like ratify. Okay. All right, so he's still not my president. He will be on the 14th, I guess. Yes. All right. I don't, uh, did you see the – I saw, like, some crazy video. I don't know if it's true or not of, like, cases of votes being pulled out in Georgia underneath a desk. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was Sweeney's desk. Yeah, who knows? Jobs jobs increased by 245,000 from the prior month. Uh, employment rate dipped 0.2 percentage points to 6.7. So that was a miss on the jobs. There's also a decline in Americans participating in the labor force. I wonder if podcasters count as part of the labor force, Carney. You have to be uh, earning money or say you're looking for a job. So when you get called by the survey, if you're not looking for a job and you're not earning money, you're not part of the force. So that'd be a no. Yeah. All right. So, so when it declines, it just means there's a lot of people like in the, if you think about it, in the hospital hospitality area, aren't looking for work. The reason being is because they're like, this is a waste of time because my entire industry is, is on hold until further notice. Got it. Carney, why don't you read some of the comments we got on suggestions for topics and then let us know the topic uh, we picked. Hold on one second. Yeah, so you, so we had a lot of topics to discuss. The topic we chose was office politics, Big but there favorite. were topics about getting your MBA. And let me pull up the list. There were topics we'll, about your MBA. We'll, we'll edit this out in post. The topics are CDMs, career delimiting moves, wild yeah. sales stories, top 10 sales books. Sorry, so here's the list. So to answer your question, Pete. The list we had were sales enablement tools, what to look for and, and how do we know when to switch, work-life balance, uh, how much is too much and how do you survive burnout. Did we just uh, do I that think one? we've already covered that one, or we just did. That was two Office weeks politics, ago. right? Yeah. That's what we're going to cover today. Office politics. Oh, boy. A mark, get a marketing person in there and talk about how sales, finance, and marketing all hate each other, which isn't true. By the way, they they don't like each other. Um, we just prefer I, not to uh, agree with each other. But we do have a marketing person. I had him courted earlier, and I, I sure he did a horrible job of following up. 
Um, how do you know what you're worth? How do you ask for more money? I thought we did one on this already. We might have we got that before this suggestion, but whatever. It, it, it came through on the comments. Carney, so let's talk pol- top 10 let's- sales books, you know, things like that. So if you guys have any ideas, hit us up on sassholes.net or on LinkedIn and just leave a comment or hit us up. Or what's a good uh, internet provider? Yeah, because I think I need that. My internet went out earlier today, too. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, office politics. <laughs> office politics. What, what is office politics? All right. So, I've been around very good office politicians. I've been around ones that are good and actually uh, I, I see a value in them in the company as well. And then I've been ones that I call career politicians inside the office where I feel like they don't provide much value but they get paid as if they do because they are there's, all over suit. the power people they're yeah. a suit so there's a couple different versions right you always want to play office politics because if you don't you want to play some sort of office politics because if you don't it, it actually hurts you you know this is it's true in a way you know they they sort of paint it on um those those tv uh shows and stuff like that where you know, the, the boss is racing, uh, you know, or playing a game against uh, their subordinate and the, the subordinate lets them win. In a way, you sort of want them to win because there's no benefit for you to beat that person. So that's sort of the office politics that has to be played in a little bit degree, even though it's sort of comical in those TV shows and movies and it's sort of made to be ridiculous and to be funny but in the reality is you don't want to ever call out or make your boss look bad even if they're wrong even if they're wrong you want to so i think the office politics is there's two types of office politics one is there's two politicians right there there's the the career politician the one that doesn't really provide a lot of value but just kisses the right people's butts and says the right types of things and somehow you know, you sit there and go, how do they not see that this guy or this person isn't doing much? And those people will drive anyone bonkers. And then there's politicians that are good at sort of maneuvering around a situation and discussing a situation and wording a situation that is not too controversial. And I've been around both of them. And I'll tell you that the, the, the skill. Uh, that's a skill that I'm not great at. Um... Well, I, I've always been good at it, uh, Carney. Yeah. I've been in a room with you. You're 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 not the latter either. Well, uh, but you know, in a sales environment, you know, I've seen where you got to play politics because you want to get the good territory. You want to get the Glen Gary leads, right? Mm-hmm. You know, politics are the guys that'll smile to your face and then talk crap about you behind your back or lie through their teeth, and you know. It's it's hard to get people to take on a big goal if they can't buy into your credibility, you know. So that's that's the issue that I have with politics. Politics is slow. We've always been part of growing organizations, and you don't have time for politics. You just have to get the job done. I think politics come into play when you're in a more developed uh, environment. What do you think, Arnie? Yeah, I think I think in a more developed or just it stops 
you know, the, the economy slows down your growth. So I think right now politics would become more and more of a part if we were in the office. Instead, we're outside the office. And I, I think that actually inhibits some of the politicians when you're outside the office. I think when it slows down and we're all back in the office and if, the, if your company is not growing, politics become heavier and heavier. Are there politics on the type of organization like um, a software company Ideally, you want to be a product-driven company, right? So mm -hmm. the uh, product guys are in the lead. You want to be on their good side versus a sales-driven organization, maybe like insurance or something. Are there, you think there's two different types of politics in those uh, different organizations? I think any company that says they're a product-driven organization means they don't know how to sell their product. Well, the pr well, doesn't the right? products, if it's a good product, the product sells itself, then you really don't That's need. That's what they say, but you still need some, anyone who says they're purely a product organization means that they're not focused on the sales side. It just sells itself. The reality is they're focused purely on their customers. They're focused purely on how do they get more exposure. So the marketing is their sales channel. Right. So their focus is really a marketing team. The product should always be focused on the customer, no matter what you don't have. If you can't sell it, it's not a product, right? So when you say you're a product organization, that's, that's false. It's either you're, you're a marketing demand gen technical organization that reaches out to customers without an individual sales rep trying to communicate how your product works, or you're a sales organization where you need a rep to influence. And those how are does that come into, how does that come into play with politics though? Who's going to side up to who? Well, I think in I think in the marketing product organization, as you would call it, I think the finance guys and the uh, and the uh, and the the GNA team carry more of the weight around the the uh, the office because it's all about how much money can you spend to get exposure, right? I think right. in the sales organization, it's not about how much money, you know, a lot of those sales organizations that are high growth, it's not about how much, how much money are we making? It's about how much deals are we selling? So in those cases, sales, you know, the whole sales organization gets to basically call the shots. Well, it could also depend on who, who owns the majority of your company. Is it, you know, private equity, there's certain types of politics there yeah. because they'll put in their own people to oversee the operation, right? Then you want to side up with, with them. We, we've seen that as well. Yeah, we've seen that. I've seen, I work By the way, congratulations there, Carney. Didn't something happen this week or? Oh yeah. Yeah. So we finally announced that our company had a big change of uh, ownership. So that was great. That was a great press release. Well, that'd be, um, more that press releases good. to come. That would have been good for the news section. It would have, actually. Yes. But anyways, we'll add I digress. That so yeah, there are there are um there are some really good P firms out there that do put in their own management. Usually when they're putting in their own management organization, usually means that's a turnaround. And so when, when they're when they're replacing the CFO, CEO when they buy it. That usually means they're trying to turn around the organization. The organization has not been growing. So politics were probably at an all-time high anyways. And all that means is uh, if, you were, if you were all in line with the 
previous administration. Well, there's a change of administrations, which we're about to have in this country. You better be aligned with the new administration rather quickly because you might be off. And that's in a turnaround situation. There are PE firms that buy to invest. And, 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 and I would say most PE firms are about 50-50. Some are slanted 80-20, 80 on the turnaround and 20 on the investment. But 50-50 are the good ones usually. And those 50-50 uh, companies, when they're in buying to invest, they're only changing the board, they're, they're, you know, the, the seats on the board, maybe the chairman of the board, and things of that nature. And, and there, they're more influencing our decisions, but it's still run by the same leadership organization. So oh, in yeah. that case, those, 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 those politics that were there are going to be there they're not they're, they're only going to change maybe a little bit of their focus i mean if there's a clear goal a clear vision you know for an annual goal five-year goal whatever it is is there is there a time to deal with politics you know what i mean it's you have a clear goal then do do what you need to do to accomplish the goal is yeah if you yeah well with pe firms you got to remember most pe firms are buying with a three-year goal of divesting right so that's why politics usually don't come into play. They rip the bandaid off and then they move forward. And well, so the politics, there's a transition team and then eventually it's going to be whoever knows the private equity guys more than the other people. So you need to side up with those people. But still, if there's a goal in place, none of that should matter because in, in a vacuum, it should be whatever needs to be done to accomplish the goal. So take care of the client, take care of the employees. And then the noise in between needs to be filtered out and a good CEO should take care of that. Right. Yeah. Bob, Bob Montgomery was pretty good at that. Yeah. He just siphoned through that stuff. I, I, I would, I would say with a, um, if, if your company did is in a turnaround situation, and you have a CEO that was put in there. It, it, there are benefits, that short-term benefits that will come with being on that CEO's good side. But always, and I always said this with us, but always say when, when somebody says, wow, that person really likes you, always add now to the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> because... They're not there to make friends. In fact, if they're there more than three years, they failed. And therefore, they'll turn on you in a heartbeat because they're on to, they want to be onto their next. That CEO wants to be on their onto the next turnaround or wants to be planted in place on the, uh, the growth companies that, that are, they can be there for a long time that are more investment companies. They don't want to be there on the turnarounds more than three years. So, so never be comfortable with the politics there. What advice can we give to the new leaders that are listening to us, Carney, about politics? You know, well, I I think you've got some of them, but I think. Well, don't listen to me. I was crap awful. I mean, I think there's two ways to go about it, and I, and I would advise people not to go about it a certain way. One way is the career politician way for you. Oh, sorry, the career politician that may that may have worked for somebody as a career politician. They may have made a lot of money doing that stuff. I just find it a lack of integrity. And uh, um, so I would not go down the path, you know, basically spending your time butt up, um, nor would I spend, you know, trying to babysit your boss's kids or, or, you know, meet them at other. It's just 
it's just too much work and it's it's a house of cards and some people are those are very unique individuals and some people aren't the other one that i would advise people to be is be be political but also have your integrity political in my opinion is reword how you might say something instead of being confrontational maybe rethink how you could say it in a better way so that like it's uh more like that's a that's a stupid idea. Yeah. Instead saying, hey, I think there could be another way to look at this. <laughs> Something <laughs> as simple as that. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Instead of saying you don't know what you're doing, you could be like, hey, I think I could coach you through some of this. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm just telling you, like, those are the things that, uh, you know, I've, I've been around a person like that. That's a skill onto its own. And, and being aware of how do you how do you word things in a way that's less confrontational? That's a politician, message. otherwise politics. Yeah, and that's you the politician these... that you need to be. Well, those are the guys that talk really well but don't do anything. No, Status but some of those oh. guys do things and can talk well. Okay. And if you're if you're both of those, that's that's a uh, that's a great that's an amazing. You're, su- you're, you're, you're su- successful. Yeah. Going into a, a meeting and saying, you're stupid. You don't advise that? Is not a good idea. Going into a meeting and saying, hey, people, or out of these 10 people, these nine are brighter uh, than the other one. <laughs> Might be a better way to say it. We're just basically saying you're stupid, but I'm just trying to reword it. But Can't always, say like the tallest midget. Yeah. Don't say the tallest we'll, midget. We'll edit that on post. Try to be, I, I do say that a lot, by the way. Try to... Um, Try to be softer on the edges. Oh, man. So how do you do that? So that's about, I guess, Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah, that's a good, I haven't read that book, but it sounds like a good book. Well, it it, it is a pretty good book. I mean, I'm I'm being a hypocrite here. You know, I'm, you have to be, to be a good leader, you have to be authentic. And what you're saying is be authentic and communicate well. There is an art to being blunt without pissing people off. And I have not figured that out in my lifetime. Carney, that's why I'm, I'm not great at it either. Here. I'm not great at it either. I mean, I think it's yeah. people say candid and candor. And I, I think uh, candor and, and all of that can be abused. Well, you know what happens when you take the R off of candor, Carney? It becomes can do. Yes. I, I so you know that do. now. I see. That's a good wordsmithing. I think when it comes down to office politics, I think you're right. Being authentic with integrity, soften your edge, soften your blow. You might have the knockout punch, but be cognizant of when you're throwing that punch, who's going to see it. Maybe you should soften the blow um, and and take the person down over, uh, you know, 12 rounds. Or eight rounds like the Roy Jones Jr. Mike Tyson fight. And then it could go to lead to a draw, but I'm not going to get into that. But take them down with uh, a series of punches rather than the knockout blow that you might be just biting at the, the... The only thing that I've learned that I have not executed on is write it down before you say it. You may think it, don't say it, write it down. It's like in an email. Are you really going to send that now? Why don't you wait a few hours? Wait a night before you send it out, you know, getting back to our communication 
yeah. podcast. That's the Communication only and politics go hand in hand. I'd also say if it's uh, an email, if the email, like if you're communicating back and forth on an email, this does play a little bit into politics. Rather than write two or three paragraph long emails, pick up the phone and call the person because yeah. it gives you a chance to. I think especially nowadays with office politics, in today's environment, there is no office. Your office is your house. Communication is more key and writing things in an email might sound more efficient to you and might help you out better. But if you want to play politics, you should be talking to people, putting your video on as much as possible if you don't have internet problems like me. Those are those are key uh, attributes to uh, pol- politics in today's environment. Do as I say, not as I do, Carney. That's all I can say. Yeah, don't storm out of meetings. Um, not, not advisable. Not advisable. No don't. matter how st- no no matter how pointless the meeting is. Yeah, I do think what could be good is a way to sort of make sure when it comes to meetings is at the end of a meeting, ask what your takeaway was. You know, that was a Bob Montgomery trick. Say, hey, what t- for our next meeting? And if there is no takeaways, then you don't have to go to that meeting again. But you, you're saying it in a way, onus back on the person for them to tell you what you need to do. Otherwise, you're in a pointless meeting. Don't have those pointless meetings. My biggest takeaway from meetings was myself. I took myself away from them. Which I think is good in some regards. But wouldn't you say in today's environment, especially if you want to be a leader, you have to sit on, you're just going to have to suck it up and sit on some pointless meetings. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, there is a time and a place to get everybody together. But how many meetings have you had where it should have been an email? And don't get me going. Oh, yeah. There are people who meet to meet. Uh, in fact, they'll have meetings just to discuss future meetings. Those are politicians onto themselves. Yeah, that, that's right. They're, it's busy work. I mean, that is just, yeah. So I, avoid those meetings, but but do it in a way so that they know that you're busy and you're not just grumpy. Yeah, you don't want to be grumpy. That's not good. Yeah. Write, write everything out. Have the company's goals in mind. And, I mean, that's the biggest needle you can put on your compass to navigate the nastiness of politics. And I would always say this. You should always say this to your boss. Hey, part of your job working for that boss is to make that boss look better because if they look better, you look better. And you need to say that to the boss so that they know that, that you're working for them because one, they'll protect you. But two, if you actually just communicate that out, they might elevate you in their opinion as well. So right. like, hey, this person's got my back. Hopefully you've got your boss's back. If, you, if your boss is a, a schmuck or an idiot, it's kind of difficult. That right there will change your dynamic between you and your boss where the point where you probably can have very candid conversations with that person because that boss after a while will sit there and say, I trust that you have my back so I can tell you or I can have certain conversations with you that I might defer against. So I think that that's one goal. I think the problem with that, the, 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 the yin to the yang, the boss might take all your credit. If you make them look better, they're going to sit there and say, wow, I do look better. Thank, and they're going to say thank you to the people that are giving them the promotion. And hopefully, uh, you know, but they might forget about you or way up the uh, block. But those are things you need to be cognizant of. Carney, we beat this one with a stick. Yeah, I think so too. 
Okay. <laughs> Anything else besides subscribe and like us? As much smash, as smash the five star button. You we don't like a, our topics? Give us some. Yeah, we got a guest coming on next week. I think we got a guest coming on in a couple weeks. So we we do have some more and more guests coming on. So stay tuned for our next podcast. With that, Pete, cue the music. Bow wow, chicka wow wow, do 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 do. Insert game music here.